A big hello and thank you for pressing play on the latest edition of the Michigan Soccer Central Podcast, your weekly dip into the world's game being played right here in the Great Lakes state of Michigan. Whether you're a coach, player, and or supporter, this is the place to connect with the entire Michigan soccer community. My name's Robert Kerr, host of the Michigan Soccer Central podcast. Each and every week, I'm trying to bring as many perspectives as possible from players, coaches, administrators, fans, trying to bring all those stories here to this show and try to give some updates of what's going on along the way here in Michigan soccer because even at a bit of a, a strange time of the calendar, still lots going on. Internationally, of course, USA bowed out of the World Cup, a 3-1 defeat at the hands of the Orange of Holland. Uh, it was kind of fun to rally around. I watched it with my kids. I know there was lots of amazing watch parties going on, obviously, across the world, but right here uh, in Michigan. I saw some great pictures from some events in Grand Rapids. I heard the Soccer Rebellion's block party has did some great things. I saw some pictures from a big old watch party in Ann Arbor. So kudos to all those getting together, making a big deal of the beautiful game's biggest event. Uh, closer to home, the Futsal Champions Series had a big uh, final weekend of their regular season, their playoffs seeding was settled as the Migos and Grand Rapids, the battle of the undefeateds of the Futsal Champions Series, uh, 8-1 with a Migos win. And in the uh, lower bracket, Lansing City and Midwest went to a 10-3 uh, final with Lansing City, the big winners. And in Major League Indoor Soccer, the very first game in Rapid City FC's history, the first ever, they get a big 8-1 win over the Cincinnati Swerve. They come home for their Grand Rapids home debut on December 17th. Going back to that Futsal Champion Series, if you want to learn more, I had uh, Chris McAuliffe, on the program on Friday. So the previous episode is a rundown and an explanation and kind of a, a little bit of an insight into the Futsal Champions Series, which, uh, you know, some great indoor action, some of Michigan's best players. So the Futsal mixed in with the brand new indoor season. There's plenty to keep us busy through the cold winter months. On this week's episode, oh, before I talk about the feature interview, I also want to give a big shout out to national champions in our midst. Spring Arbor University's women won the NAIA national championship today. So kudos to them. We have national champions right here in the Great Lakes State. They uh, won this afternoon. They uh, took on the Marion Knights, Marion University, coming out of Indianapolis. 
They uh, got a big win and became NAIA champions. And looking ahead on this episode, a fantastic interview. If you want to hear from a fierce competitor who has worked for years and years on some very specific goals and went out there and did the work and attained those goals, this next interview is for you. And it may just motivate you. On this week's show, we've got 2022 Michigan Mr. Soccer, Mr. Kyle Pearson. He was just awarded that on the back of an unbelievable season for Detroit Catholic Central. So without further ado, Mr. Soccer, 2022 Kyle Pearson right here on the Michigan Soccer Central Podcast. Michigan Soccer Central here, very excited for our next guest. This player won the 2022 Michigan Mr. Soccer Award for the number one soccer player in the state of Michigan and was his school's first ever Mr. Soccer, welcome to the Michigan Soccer Central Program podcast, Mr. Kyle Pearson. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good. How are you? Thank you so much for uh, taking time to join the show, and congratulations on being the uh, 2022 Michigan Mr. Soccer. Thank you. Um, when players in team sports get individual awards, um, I'm curious to ask, was this an award that uh, was in mind? Or was it just an accolade that came a part of uh, having a fantastic season? Uh, it was definitely a goal of mine. Uh, I set that goal back in seventh grade when uh, my brother was a finalist of the award. And really from that day on, I really wanted to be Mr. Soccer. So, yeah, I'd say it was one of my goals. So did you have any seasons leading up to this where you thought you might be uh, a contestant? Or were you always targeting this senior year? Uh, well, I didn't play high school as my first year, my senior year, but I've always knew I was going to play my senior year. That was always my goal. And really, I knew going into the season that I can be Mr. Soccer and I worked for it. And, uh, I'm just happy that I got the award I deserved. So you came to play, uh, high school for your senior season. You were one of the captains and you were a captain alongside with, uh, your twin brother, uh, Drew, um, that's got to be uh, an unbelievable experience. Um, what was it like? Have you always played with your brother? I played with my brother pretty much my whole life till I was 12. And then uh, we split ways. Uh, he stayed at the Michigan Jaguars and I moved to Wolves Academy. Um, so, yeah, it was great playing with him again. He is a great player and... I definitely would have not won Mr. Soccer without him or CC would have not has gone as far without him. So props to him. Yeah. So uh, Detroit Catholic Central, uh, the, you, you guys went uh, 20 wins, uh, two and three. Uh, you had a uh, plus 71 goals against uh, or a uh, goal difference. Um, you yourself uh, scored 37 goals and uh, built up. 21 assists um not a bad year for your first time in the high school game yeah i mean i just have to give much credit to my teammates i mean they 
really pushed me every day at practice and I loved being part of the team and they just got me in great spots and I feel like I'm a great attacker and I can put the ball in that so if my teammates give me the ball in the right spots I know I can score them so without them I would have not had all the stats. So your side, uh, Detroit Catholic Central, uh, top of the the rankings throughout the season. Uh, you guys won the uh, Catholic League for the fifth time in seven years, I believe. Uh, you guys defeated uh, Cranbrook 3-0 in the uh, championship game in their league, and you guys had an amazing uh, postseason run. Um, eventually, ending in the final, uh, being defeated by Rockford. Um, tell us about that, that postseason run. And then ultimately like the story of the final. Yeah. So going the postseason, we, uh, we really worked hard. I mean, we were up at 5am at the school at 6am training before school, right after school. I mean, we really wanted it this year and well, as you can see, you don't always get what you, uh, think you deserve, uh, going into districts, we knew we're not going to take anyone lightly. I mean, we, in our opinions, were the best team in the state. And going to districts, you know, we proved that winning 8-0 and 5-0 in those two games. And then going to regionals, we knew we had probably the toughest region out of everyone. And uh, we came up on top, which was uh, good for us. And then going to the state semis, we didn't really know much about Rockford, especially since from the west side, really haven't played anyone from the east side. And we definitely didn't take them lightly, just I feel like they got us on the wrong day. They played a really good game, and I feel like they played really well as a team, and they had a great coach. But so, like, all props to them. They had a great game, and I think they deserved to go to the state championship on that day. But uh, it's unfortunate to lose that game. I still think about it every day, but I'm super proud of the team this year for going all that way. After having so much success through the year, and then it coming to a, a harsh end there. Was Rockford the team uh, that uh, you came across in the final? Would you say that was the hardest team you faced the whole season? Um, in my opinion, I'd probably have to say Okemos. I mean, we were losing majority of that game, and uh, we scored a late winner against Okemos and scored two more goals in OT. But I'd say Okemos was our hardest game talent-wise, but when we played Rockford, I just feel like everything wasn't going our way. Everything was going their way. But not to take anything away from Rockford, they play very well as a team, and they were very well coached. So, But I would have to say Okemos was the best team I think we played. Yeah, tough end to an unbelievable season. Like I said, you yourself scored 37 goals, and your team scored 83. So, um, lots of uh, goals and victories to celebrate throughout the 2022 uh, high school season with so many high points. And then it, uh, you receiving the, uh, the top individual award. Is there any highlights specifically that you can pick out from there? Um, out of the whole season, I'd probably say my two favorite highlights were obviously beating, uh, scoring four goals against Brother Rice on our home field. Uh, those, get, I mean, Brother Rice is a tough team to play, especially being our school rivals, and like those games are just so intense, so aggressive, and they're just so much to play in. And a score four on on that game on our home field was a really great experience. And also, uh, I'd have to say scoring the game winner against Okemos in OT. 
especially them having that big student section. We didn't really have much supporters that game, but that's all right because I know all our brothers were watching us online. But, yeah, I have to say those two were my favorite. What made this season um, stand out? Like, obviously, like I said, uh, your, your, uh, your school – has won the Catholic League five out of the last seven, and uh, has a tradition of um, of winning winning championships. What stood out uh, like more than any other year this year, outside of having Michigan Mister Soccer on there, was uh, your coach um, has been there for twelve years, a uh, coach Gene. Um, what kind of things did he say to you? Cause I, I read some clippings and he guys were, he was talking to you guys up throughout the season. What did he say to you that uh, gave you belief this year of all of them? Yeah. I mean, I've had a relationship with coaching a long time, even though it was my first year, I'd go to CC soccer camps over the summer since sixth grade. So I already had a relationship with him and just going the season, me, him and the other captains. I mean, we talked about it. I mean, we wanted to win the state championship for our school. We had the talent to do it. This team was different than any other CC team. I mean, we were so talented. Players all over the board from the goalkeeper to the top. I mean, you really can't ask for a better high school soccer team. And, I mean, that just, I mean, it showed with all the scores. I mean, we weren't just winning the games. We were dominating. And it was a really fun season to play. So, yeah. How many players on the team were in a similar position to you where they were playing club for most of their high school career and then elected to play high school this year? Uh, Ali Jaffer was one of them. He uh, he came back to play for CC, and uh, Kellen Larson, it was his first season at, uh, at CC. So there was a few of us, but a majority of them uh, played CC their previous years, and they were just – kids that were on the varsity team since sophomore year and they really just showed their experience and i mean yeah i mean they were great players you said that your your brother uh had won the the mr soccer award um when you were uh in middle school and then you got to be on this side had this great run with your twin brother as as captains of the side how many siblings did you have and how what kind of a role did that play in you uh, getting to this point? So I have my uh, older brother, Ryan. I have an older sister, Rachel, who goes to Michigan State, and I have my twin brother. So I got three siblings, and I have to say my older brother, Ryan, played a massive role in my soccer career, especially since a young age. You really, you know, you just play. You're not, like, as motivated as you are as you get older because you don't really understand it that much. But my brother would always make me go outside, kick the ball with him, especially since he's like five years older than me. So, yeah, he really worked me. And especially uh, my dad, he uh, pushed me to my limits, me and my twin brother. And I'd say without those two, me and my brother wouldn't be as good as we are today. And I really have to thank them for everything they've done for me. When you say your dad pushed you to the limits as far as like, hey, Kyle, you should go out and train or like, uh, I guess, uh, what's that line of encouragement? I mean, he just like, he's like, what do you want to do? Like, what, like, where do you want to take soccer? I'm like, I want to go as far as I can to professional. He's like, well, you're going to have to put the work in really from that conversation on. I really would just put the work in, whether it's playing soccer or making sure that I'm strong and just making sure I'm more athletic every other day and just putting the work in. Because if you just take days off, 
why other people are working, other people are getting better that day and you're not. So, I mean, my dad's very motivational. He's the hardest worker I know, and he really inspires me every day. And same goes for my older brother. So, so yeah, the the work ethic was was handed down to you. Obviously, he he showed you the way. What what age were you when you had that uh, that heart to heart conversation about how far you want to take soccer? I'd probably say when I made the transition to play academy. Uh, from the Michigan Jags because, I mean, it's a big commitment. Playing academy is no joke, especially if my parents spending all that money for me to travel across the country. I don't really want to waste their time and waste their money for me to do nothing with it. So, I mean, once they made that commitment, I made a commitment to myself to put the work in, and it's really paid off. So we've talked about uh, commitment and work. What part of the whole experience, whether it be the sport itself or – um, the, what the sport has brought you, what is the, the most fun part? What do you, what part of it do you enjoy the most? Being successful. I mean, I love playing this game and I love to win. So I don't really enjoy losing. And it's, it's really a great feeling knowing that you work hard and you get the results that you deserve. So it's really just a pat on your own back when you win games. So what do you uh, feel more? Do you love winning or do you hate losing more? I have to say I love winning. I mean, I'm not a fan of losing at all, but just winning is just like you really can't describe it, especially winning championships. It's like you get you literally get that trophy, you get that medal, and it's like a it's just a great feeling. <laughs> Did you feel like you were flying? Yeah, I, I mean, winning the Catholic League, winning districts, winning regionals, it was all great. Unfortunately, and it really, I really really wanted that state championship, especially watching my brother uh, have that moment when he scored the game-winning penalty kick for CC to win their first state championship. The whole season, I was chasing that feeling. I really wanted that moment. Unfortunately, I didn't get it. So maybe down the road in college or past college, I'll get a moment like that sometime. But it was unfortunate that I didn't get that moment this year. Uh, just, uh, I guess, another another uh, sort of – a motivator if you're uh want to seek more of those high points of uh success and you mentioned uh, earlier conversation with your dad is you know maybe trying to go pro with it and then you mentioned just now college so uh soccer wise like what is uh the next thing yeah so uh, i'm gonna be back with my michigan wolves team in january and after that season i'm gonna play soccer at university of michigan uh very looking forward to that uh, especially since they have a great coaching staff, great players, and it's just a great school overall. So it's very exciting to go there, and hopefully I have a great four years or five years, whatever happens. And, uh, yeah, I would love to take my career after that as well. So that's very exciting. Congratulations. on. Uh, so it's all uh, set that you're, you're, you know, you're going to be in Ann Arbor in 2023 then? Yeah. Oh, very cool. Congratulations on, on that. Um, before I let you go, I, I like to ask uh, players especially, what is your dream goal, whether it's something you've scored yourself or something that you've seen scored? What, what's the dream goal? I'd probably just say a dream goal is, I mean, 
I'd have to say my dream goal was to score a game winner in a state championship for my school, but that didn't happen, and you got to make new dreams. So I'd probably say a new dream of mine is win a Big Ten championship with Michigan. You got to set new goals, got to set new standards, something to strive for. So I'd say that's my new dream goal. That's an excellent goal to work towards. Of the many goals that you scored for Catholic Central in uh, your Michigan Mr. Soccer winning season, can you can you pick one out that was especially uh, pleasing? I have to say my goal against Okemos in the regional semis. That that was a that was a really uh, big game, huh? Yeah, that was a massive game. The weather wasn't great. The energy was there. The intensity you could just feel in the air that game. I mean, it was so intense. I mean, we were losing with eight minutes left in the game. Everyone's in their heads, you know, like season's over with, season's over with. We were ranked this high. What are people going to say about us losing in the regional semis? And as a team, I felt like we got together at that moment and we scored a uh, game tire and going to OT. We knew since we scored that tire, like this is our game and we're not going to let go of it. And uh, a minute in the first OT, I scored a goal outside the top of the box. And that moment was unbelievable. Celebrating with my teammates. Sounds like quite the day amongst uh, a season of special moments. Well, Kyle Pearson, the 2022 Michigan Mr. Soccer uh, Award winner, thank you so much for uh, sharing time and telling some stories and, uh, and joining us here on the Michigan Soccer Central Podcast. Thank you. I enjoyed being here. Michigan Mr. Soccer 2022 Kyle Pearson and kudos to him and his teammates on a fantastic season. Um, I can't even imagine uh, having uh, set goals and work really hard and meet them all. It is uh, fantastic to hear such a motivated and uh, determined young man who's willing to work towards the goals he has set for himself. Whether you are a Coach, player, and or supporter, Michigan Soccer Central is the place to connect with the entire Michigan soccer community. If you haven't already, check out at MI Soccer Central across all the major social media platforms. As far as right here on the show, if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to go back through the uh, feed on Spotify and Apple Music and podcasts and all those other major audio platforms. We're probably working our way towards uh, 80, 90 episodes by now. Uh, we got a handful on the YouTube as well. I got to get back into the swing of that. I've gotten myself a full-time job. I mean, who does that? And uh, <laughs> it's getting harder and harder to hit all the different things. But uh, be sure to check out... Uh, uh, Michigan Soccer Central podcast on all of your podcast platforms. We've got interviews from players, coaches, uh, media members, fans, 
and just some of my friends I'm sprinkled in there here and there as well. So thank you to Jenny Hajnaki for editing the program as always. Thank you to the MSC core team. And until next time, everybody, enjoy your soccer. <laughs>